So, hey, everyone. I wanted to kind of go a little off topic with my regular podcast. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to dissect the long, hour-long podcast that I uploaded outside of the norm. And the reason I want to do that is I really do feel that we are living in some really perilous times, according to the word of God. And should I be raptured here soon, I want to make sure that you, the listener, you have the tools that you need, should you be left behind. So what I want to do, I'm going to break this down into a few episodes, short episodes, so you can get what you need, the title that you need, again, should you be left behind. I already went into some detail before, but I want to break this down, and I want you guys to please understand why I need to break this down and what exactly all of this verbiage meant on the first video. So the rapture, what is the rapture? You've probably heard the word, you just don't know what it is, or maybe you do know what it is, but you think it's a bunch of hogwash. So the thing is, is there's people who go through life and they believe in aliens and they believe in all these other crazy things. So people believe in all of this craziness, but when it comes to something that is written in the Bible, okay, that hasn't happened yet, that's what prophecy means. So almost 30% of the Bible relates to end times or as eschatology is the word, but yet people don't want to believe in the rapture. So the debate within the Christian community is the timeline of the rapture. And as these podcasts go on, that timeline will be explained. I believe in pre-trip always have and I always will because we are not destined to God's wrath and the tribulation from the very first seal which is the Antichrist all the way to the last bowl are God's judgments upon earth so people have this thing where it's you know pre-trib means we're out of here before the tribulation starts other people have mid-trib which means in the middle of the tribulation that's when we're raptured Um, but there's nowhere in the Bible do we read that the bride gets beaten up before Christ comes. It just doesn't make sense. Then there's pre-wrath and there's post-trib, meaning we come at the end and the pre-wrath is um, right before God's wrath. So none of those really make sense biblically. But the rapture is this. This is the forcible snatching, kidnapping of the bride. The bride are those true followers of Christ who are snatched, seized, kidnapped, out of the earth before the proverbial poo-poo hits the fan. So that's what the rapture is. It is a time where millions on earth will disappear. So as I am doing this podcast, let's do this out of curiosity, right? Let's do what is the earth's population? So the earth's population at this current time is 7 billion 638,734,400 keeps ticking, okay? So that is the current population. So we have 7 billion people. So a conservative number, let's just say, and this is going conservative really high because I don't believe 10% of the world's population are born, born again believers. So if 10% of the population were to up and vanish one day, 700 million people would vanish. That's 10% of 7 billion. And again, that's a very conservative number. I think that number is probably going to be a little lower, but neither here nor there. So that is part one of this podcast, the rapture. That's the first thing on the proverbial time clock 
but we have to go back just a little bit. When and why does the rapture come into play, right? Okay, in Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter nine, we read how the Jews, there's this thing called Daniel's 70th week or the time of Jacob's trouble. So without going into all of that confusion, there is a time frame of seven years that has not happened yet on planet Earth from God dealing with the Jewish nation, right? The, the tribulation is for the salvation of the Jewish nation, not the salvation of the Gentiles. Okay, We accepted Christ as Messiah. The Jews have not. God needs to deal with that. And that's what Daniel is about, and Ezekiel, and Isaiah, and Jeremiah. So some of those major and minor prophets discuss these things. So there is a one week, which is seven years, of a time frame that has not happened. That is the tribulation. So in order to keep New Testament in context, you have to keep it in line with Old Testament. So, or under the Old Covenant, New Covenant, however you want to break it down. Okay, so in order to keep the tribulation in context, we have to bring in Daniel, Ezekiel, Isaiah. So this seven year period hasn't happened. Ezekiel chapter 37, it talks about the dry bones um, coming together. And I'm, I'm gonna meal piece this together, so just hang tight with me for a minute and you'll see where I'm going. So in Ezekiel chapter 37, okay, it talks about um, these dry bones. These dry bones, regardless of what Chris Tomlin and Lecrae sing about, it has nothing to do with that. The dry bones are about Israel becoming a nation. So again, God is talking to Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. And it was full of bones. He caused me to pass among roundabout, and behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and lo, they were very dry. He, God, said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you that you may come to life. And then it goes on and he's talking about breathing life into the nation of Israel, bringing forth that nation, okay? Keeping that in perspective. So when Israel, okay, so hold on, I'm jumping ahead. So keeping Ezekiel 38 in perspective, that prophecy hadn't been fulfilled yet at all. Ezekiel 37 was not fulfilled until Israel became a nation. But we need to back up just a little bit. When Jesus ascended into heaven, when he left us on earth, he left us with some things to do. One of those was the Great Commission, right? And to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse three, he says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also so that verse right there is pivotal because if the rapture wasn't true we would literally have to take that verse out of the bible so Ezekiel 37 even when Jesus was walking the earth even when the bible was written that that part of the bible had not been fulfilled okay now looking back 
the book of Acts, that is when the church began. From the moment the church began, or some say when Jesus ascended into heaven, that is when the proverbial church age began. And the reason the church age began is because the Jewish people denied their Messiah. So that's when the Gentile was grafted into that vine. So the proverbial church age time clock has begun. Now, since that time clock has begun, we now can look back to Ezekiel 37. And now we're being told that Israel would have life brought back to them and they did have life. So prior to 1948, Israel was not a nation. They were first taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar. The destruction of Israel at the hands of the Babylonians was completed in 587 BC. And then we also know that for 70 biblical years, approximately 69 years on the Gregorian calendar, the Jewish people were held captives in Babylon. In BC, 537, Cyrus conquered Babylon and issued a decree for the Jews to return to their land and rebuild their temple. So that was their second temple. And then in AD 70, that's when Christ prophesied that no stone would be left. And that's when the Roman Empire, um, Titus and the Roman Empire destroyed that temple. So from that point forward, the Jews were scattered people on various places around the Roman Empire. And I find that strange because that's where the Antichrist, which that'll be another podcast, comes from. The revived um, Roman Empire. So does that mean God has left Israel this entire time? No, they hadn't even become a nation again. They weren't rebirthed. The bones didn't come to life. So on May 14, 1948, the dry bones came to life and Israel was a nation. So technically the proverbial last days calendar really started at that point. And I read the other day on the podcast in Matthew chapter 24, when Jesus was talking about the fig tree. So just to refresh there, if we go back to Matthew chapter 24 and Jesus is talking about the fig tree, he says, now learn a parable from the fig tree when its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves you know summer is near so you too when you see all these things recognize that he is near right at the door truly i say to you this generation will not pass until all these things takes takes place but they could never take place until israel became a nation to see how this pieces together in light of Bible prophecy. So now, from the moment that Israel was reborn, Christ could come back at any time. So how long is a generation? 70 years, 80, 90, 100? No one really knows, but there are signs. Nothing has to happen for the rapture to happen, but there are signs to Christ's second coming, which will be another episode on this podcast. So are you tracking with me? Are you understanding? This is why the tribulation is for the salvation of the Jewish nation, not the Gentiles. That is why the church will be raptured out. So now we read the other day, or I did on the podcast, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51. This is regarding the rapture. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, meaning we will not all die. So if we're not dying, where are we going? We're going 
to be with our bridegroom, Jesus. But we will all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. Then we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, it says, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve as the rest who have no hope. See, I don't grieve the same way someone unsaved does when my dad dies. I grieve, of course. He's gone. I lost my dad. But I know that he's in heaven, literally. I know that's where he is. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Again, falling asleep, is they're not dead. They have fallen asleep. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, keyword alive, and remain will be caught up, raptured together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Christ comes down for his second coming. For the rapture, we the church go up. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Back to John, right? So shall we always be with the Lord. Back to John chapter 14, verse 3. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. And where I am, there you may be also. So the rapture is step number one. Coronavirus. There's no toilet paper. There's no water. There's no chicken. There's no beans. There's no rice. There's no Lysol. There's no hand sanitizers. In some places there's no bread. There's no deli meat. There's no hot dogs. There's no hamburgers. There's no frozen food. It's slowly being replenished, but it just can't keep up. Can you imagine 700 million people gone, vanished, disappeared in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. You could be on a bus, on a plane, on a train, in an Uber, driving your car, driving a big truck, at work, maybe even at church, walking on the sidewalk, in the gym, at the movies, at a restaurant, at a bar, and all of a sudden, they're gone. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. A twinkling of an eye is 186,000 miles per second. We will actually be taken faster than that. So just imagine in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, in a millisecond, vanished, gone. The world that you knew will never be the same. So now you may be asking, Kim, what's the point of the rapture? Who cares? So the point of the rapture is this. We 
as followers of Christ, are not appointed to God's wrath. That is our escape. Oh yeah, I'm an escape artist and I'm proud of it. I don't want to be here during the tribulation. And as these weeks go on, we're going to learn more. I'm going to upload a little bit more because I really feel like time is of the essence. But the rapture is to save the bride from what's to come. The rapture is to save the true believer from hell on earth for seven years. Had those days not been cut short, no one, not even the elect, would have survived. But for the sake of the elect, those days were cut short. So that is the point of the rapture. It's to be kidnapped so we do not have to endure seven years of hell. It is our reward. The Bible tells us that those who long for the appearing of Jesus get a crown. I cannot wait to get my crown. So will you, my friends, my family be raptured or will you be left behind?